this is steam to live the dream and today we're talking about the fact of a lot of us have purpose calling and we don't know where that is we lost it when we were a child we used to dance we used to sing we used to do all of the things that we were passionate about but we lost it when we became an adult and started adulting but there's still that gnawing in our gut a gnawing in our spirit that gnawing desire because our mind is telling us we can't stay here but we don't know how to get out I'm that person that's going to help you from the gestation to help you birthing that thing that is your purpose through mindset, emotional, social, physical, spiritual, and financial help in order to lead you into the walk of the fullness of achieving what you are called to do. This is Taj McCameron. Catch you now. Steam to live the dream. Hello and welcome to Steam to Live the Dream. This is your host, Taj McCameron, and we're going in for part two of relational bondages. Relational bondages. What does this have to do with finance? The people that you have around you can determine your financial solvency and situation. If you're hanging around broke people, you probably are going to be broke or are. Try being a person that has a wealth mindset but are surrounded by or dealing with people that do not have any desire to financially succeed. They will drain your energy and your pockets. Um... Be very, very, very careful of the people that are vacuums. What is a vacuum? This is a person that will spend all your money until you have none, but will not contribute anything to you. So, sorry, I was answering something. That's why I paused. Um, 
And with that being said, understand the people that you have around you and in the relationships that you are in. Do you have people that are going to goad you or some people call it gaslight you? Oh, I love you. You look great. You're amazing. This is wonderful. Oh, lovely, lovely. They get you in, they make you feel comfortable, and then they immediately turn on you and start snapping at you to try to destroy all of the stuff that they did in order to build you up. This is a narcissistic person. They're probably a counterfeit relationship that you probably should not have in your life. And they're there to pretty much break you down and to create a bondage wall that will, one, cause them to be a crutch within your life, meaning they you cannot operate without them in your world. This is what you see happen with a lot of people that end up in um, abusive relationships. The person will what I like to call finesse them they'll stroke their ego they'll stroke the part of them that makes them feel really good makes them feel really comfortable and then the second that you're in a comfort zone with this person they will turn on you like you stole something from them ask me how I know I've had people do this to me on two to three occasions. And when they turned, the turn was vicious. I mean vicious. They, t- I've had people turn on me in public places to a point that they, they made it their business to try to thoroughly embarrass me in a public place around people that I knew that were um they knew me very well (laughs) and i mean they oh they lit up to embarrass me and i mean the way that they were coming at me was like if you could imagine a human being being a rabid dog that's the way that person came at me that's how intense it was If you think of how a rabid dog barks at you, this is how people, these people were coming at me. And I've had it happen at least three times to me. Very bad situations. Very bad scenarios. Very bad. But thank God the situations were always in a controlled scenario. I call it a controlled scenario because the people around uh, around that they were trying to turn against me knew me well enough to know that when this person went off in front of me and in front of them that it was not in my character to do what they were accusing me of. They just knew me better than that. And it, I mean, it was vicious. Ooh, it was vicious. Vicious, 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 vicious. Which brings me to my next point. 
when you are running into people like this, they are manipulative. These people will be very, very, very manipulative. What you will see these people do. You may see them if it's a remote romantic relationship. You may see them do this in a um, business platonic relationship. You may just see it in, in a relationship in general. It could be your roommate that does this. They will come. They will act like sugary sweet. I mean, ooh, they will be, they be the sweetest person you have ever, ever met. You will get along with them. They will be on the same page with you. They will be so fully aligned with you that it's almost scary. That scariness, follow that scariness. That's your gut telling you something's off here. I 100% mean that. Follow your gut. It's trying to tell you something is not right here and do not allow what you think you know to control you. Okay? Because there's a statement in the Bible that goes having an air of godliness but no God in them. This is that person that will manipulate you and the second they find out they can't do it meaning that you have discerned enough about their character to tell them yeah I'm not falling for this and you don't even have to say straightly I'm not falling for this your actions will show them they ain't stupid as you think they are (laughs) and this will make that person evidently obviously very very livid with you because they've come to the understanding they can't play you like they may be able to play somebody else and this is what makes the vicious rabid dog come out and it can be very dangerous I mean, very dangerous because I've heard some say that this is so dangerous that that person, depending on how you handle them, they could actually end up trying to take your life. I only heard that recently and I only heard that after I'd been in the scenarios because I'm like, really? They could turn on you like that? Because I've been in situations like that. And I'm like, wait, they'd be that jealous? I've seen movies. It used to be like this Lifetime movie that came on years ago. It was a, a young girl who was in high school who ended up getting stabbed by one of her classmates. And she ended up dying. She went to her neighbor's house and ended up dying on their front step, I think. Because... The girl that was in school with her was so jealous of her that she set her up with her own boyfriend just to be able 
to end up killing her that night because she was so jealous because she was the popular girl in school that everybody loved her so on and so forth that she wanted what she had so she went through as much as to take her life I I I'm not gonna go there all I have to say is people like that you have to be very careful and when it comes down to relationships you have to be even more careful why I'm gonna come from this this element I come from a line of family where the women in my family were all abused by their spouses it is what it is my grandmother was in a relationship with my grandfather and my grandfather used to beat her and this was back in the 19 1960s Because he, she was, he was doing that all through my parents' generation growing up. So it had to have been back in the 1960s up to the 1980s. I was born in 1987 and my mother was 31 when I was born. So yeah, my mother saw that growing up. And literally, my aunt, when I talked to her, used to say, you know, grandfather used to beatbox grandma. And I am not lying. This is what she said every time we got into a conversation. I rarely ever talked to this woman because of that. Because I did not want that energy on me. Because this is what she always used to want to talk about. She would go through the entire family lineage y'all, for three hours on the phone. Yeah. Family relational bondages. Don't, don't even do it with the people on the phone. Because they will wear you out. Yeah, well, you out. Know who you need to cut off. God rest her soul because she passed away. Actually, all of them passed away. Except for, I think I only had one uncle. I think it's an uncle and it's one other family member I believe is still living. That is on my birth mother's level. But, um... My grandmother was abused. My mother, her identical twin sister, catch this. My mother died of a brain aneurysm. The man that she was in a relationship with just before I was born used to beat her, slam her into walls, and she ended up dying of brain aneurysm. Her sister was in a relationship with an abusive man that beat her so bad, slammed her head in the walls, she ended up having a brain aneurysm and dying. They both died very young. No, not, neither one of them, I think, saw past 30-something. 30, 32. I don't know which one died first, but my, mother, my birth mother died at 31. Because I was born 
when she was 31 and she passed four days after my birth. Why? Because she was dealing with a very manipulative, narcissistic, abusive man with those same exact vicious character traits. This is what you see in a majority of situations when you have abusive family, familial, relational situations. We'll have an abuser that gets to know you, soothes the parts of you that need soothing, and then will turn on you as soon as they got you right where they want you. As soon as they have you where they want you. In order to keep your head in confusion. I was listening to something, was it today or yesterday? Where we're talking about don't feel like when you see a person in an abusive relationship that they should know better than to just get out because certain situations that it's a situational convenience there's something convenient about being in that relationship the person is isolated meaning they have no connection to family friends or associates They are financially supported by said person that is abusing them. And they know that if they make any move to get away from that person, they will lose the comfort of a roof over their head or lose the financial security that they have. Because they are financially secure in that relationship. So understand that. People in abusive relationships are with a person that is jealous of them. Jealous they cannot be them. And jealous of the fact that they have a good heart about them and everyone loves them. But they they do the person themselves that is abusing them does not have it and wants it. So they obsessively desire to destroy the other person through manipulation, abuse, and sometimes will kill. It's a scripture that says that uh, they will steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what this, that type of relationship will do to you. I have another point and I'm sitting there trying to figure out with a debate as to whether I should actually talk about this because this is 
something that happens frequently in the music industry. (laughs) But you don't really think about it happening in regular life. But I guess I'm 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 gonna talk about it from the perspective of it happening in regular people's life. Okay. You ever hear about a woman? She has this desire. She wants to be in a relationship with a man. Her intent is to get into a relationship with a man. You hear this happen a lot. You ever hear those women that have, um, oh, well, I have this list or uh, I have this, these, these, uh, uh, it's, it's something they call it, uh, is it a list that they say? It's like their points that they're like, this is what I want in a relationship. This is what I want from a guy. And usually nine times out of 10, they want a tall, extremely fine, financially secure dude. Let me tell you something from a Christian perspective. The devil knows exactly what you desire and he's going to give you exactly that. And nine times out of 10, what the devil is going to give you that is what you desire is going to be something that's going to abuse and destroy you. Okay. That's the relationship we just talked about. The manipulator. Counterfeit. But this particular guy that I'm talking about is one that he recognizes the one that's sitting there. It's like, I just want this guy because he's my targeted guy. He's the guy that has a good heart or has this good intention. And some of them, they ain't even, they ain't even concerned of whether the man has a good heart, which right there is like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you at least concerned about that? Because you need to know that they're going to be protective and caring about you. What's, what is this? They're looking at external appearance. Is he fine? Do he have money? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Excuse me. Let me repeat that. What's wrong with you? Because in searching for a man that is only that, you are not going to get the high value man that cares about you. Okay. Does he care about you? Does he look good? Does he have a bank account? Can he do what I need him to do in the bedroom? If that is the case, then that's all I care about. And you're going to end up with the wrong man. Which brings me to this guy. This is the high value dude. That is observing you. He sees what you're capable of he sees what your desire is and then he's going to he's going to wine and dine you he's going to just like the other guy finesse and stroke your ego 
make you feel good. But he's not going to marry you. He's not even going to get you that close to marriage. He's going to give you exactly what you desire, which is the sex. Sorry, is this are we having an adult conversation? Yes, he's going to have sex with you. You may you're gonna get money in the relationship, but he he's not foolish enough to lock you down as his wife because he understands that if he marries you, that you are there for the money only anyway. And if God forbid that y'all divorce, you're coming after that bank account because that's what you wanted in the first place. So he's never going to marry you. He's going to sleep with you. He's going to wine and dine you, but he's not going to marry you. And depending on what kind of guy he is, he may very well tell his rich affluent guy friends who you are when he lets you go and they're each going to go one after the other and come and get you because they know what you like because that guy told them what you like so he's gonna go and tell the next guy what you like so that he can come right up behind him and pick up the pieces and then the next one's gonna do the exact same thing and then the next one's gonna do the exact same thing which technically makes you that's not be frank with it you're passed around (laughs) you're being passed around from one person to the next person but hey they're financially taking care of you aren't they isn't that what you wanted but i thought you wanted an actual relationship with somebody do not become this girl (laughs) don't become this girl because you're never going to get married to that guy you ain't even gonna get close they may even fake like they gonna marry you and get you an engagement ring but they're not gonna marry you they will toy around with you until they're done toying around with you I knew a teacher years ago she had been in a relationship with a guy for years they got engaged They were engaged for nine years. (laughs) Tell me a man ain't going to hold out. Know your worth, ladies. Know your value. Understand your value. And do not settle for less. And don't settle for the guy that looks like the guy that you want, that treats you like. I'm not cussing today. But I'm going to put a blank right there. Figure out which word I was going to say. Exactly. There's an emoji for it, okay? Don't settle for that guy. Okay? Because this guy is going to try and destroy you okay here is the next one this can be looked at as a territorial issue financially 
and a stereotypical case that we see happen to women, especially of the ethnic persuasion. When we look at situations and scenarios in society, we find that there is a high rate in the African American and other ethnicity groups that are close to African American where what you will see happen because the society is built on this people will get involved with a man have a baby get on food stamps there are people that will get involved with a man have a baby have two babies three babies four babies five babies why because the assistants will take care of those children there was a point in time that I actually knew somebody that knew somebody that was getting several hundred dollars in food stamps, nearly a thousand dollars per week in food stamps because they had two kids. A woman had a good job somewhat. But it seemed as if she was in this headspace that she wanted to stay on this assistance program. She was in the lower end of a good career position, actually, but it was a lower end of it. Had she gone up, it's like, you know, when you go to community college versus doing a four years bachelor versus doing a master's versus a PhD. Well, she went and did the two-year college version of her career, and she never really got out of the regular average pay range for her particular position because she was too busy being on public assistance because, you see, one thing that I learned about public assistance that I did not know is that when you're on public assistance, that you have to have a certain pay range in order to be able to continue to obtain and retain the assistance or they will cut you all the way down. Now imagine having two, three, four mouths to feed and you end up getting a job, but your pay rate is just above the rate that you can continue to feed your children. Are you going to keep the job that you have? Because it's only a few more dollars than the amount that you were getting for the sustainability of your uh, assistance. It's a few more dollars. But that few more dollars made a difference that that the government was going to say, oh, we're not going to allow you to have both. We're going to cut off all of this assistance. Are you going to keep the assistance or are you going to keep 
the job which is fickle because the job may not continue to stay around but the assistance you can stay on that for months and years at a time women will turn around and stay on this type of assistance program and pop out children because for every child that they pop out they get a hundred and fifty dollar check towards food for each individual child so you got two three children you run around here with a nine hundred dollar wit check to feed these kids and you satisfied because nine hundred dollars is that ain't bad if had you been working gaining a salary you were getting your federal and your state taxes taken out of your salary you'd have probably been getting just about the same amount of money on a job that you were getting paid 430 every two weeks it's about the same amount of money so you perpetually stay in that cycle of financial hardship now let's look at the flip side of this let's say you're a woman that is very financially minded you're working a job but your desire is I'm not going to stay on salary base I'm trying to go from regular position to managerial position to corporate position, to commissionary position, to all of this type of stuff. But you're married. Every time you rank up in your job, your spouse knocks you up, which means you now no longer can stand or are able to be in that position the way in which you need to be because you got to keep going on maternity leave at your job which ranks you down for the fact that from being able to get a promotion and get the pay raise in order to keep you moving forward in order to make sure that you're getting a financially successful position to increase your household's financial increase Every single time you get knocked up. Couldn't figure out why. And then you end up having one child, two children, three children, four children. Every single time this happens, it slows your ability to progress forward in your business or in the particular corporate position that you're in which deducts your salary because remember it's that salary that's paying to feed each one of those children but the person that you're with they are either not keeping a job or they're working below their ability to keep a job or worse quitting every time you get a financial up streak you just got a raise they lost their job 
you just got a raise you got pregnant they lost their job this can be a romantic relational bondage that is consistently affecting your financial health If you're going to get married, you need to have a person in your life that's desire is to help you build and sustain. I hear, I've heard from a few women say that they want to become financially free so that they can relieve their spouses of the ability to be forced to have to work as hard as their spouses need to work. Finding out, figuring out, and determining exactly what that is that needs to be done in order for them to continue to move forward. if you're in a relationship with somebody that has a broke mindset or bondage you can be romantically entangled with a person and be a blessing to a person that you are not meant to bless be the blessing to the right people or they will pull you all the way down all your progress you will be limited especially if you're getting pregnant repetitively you will have more responsibility and consistently be having to deal with healing from having given birth to a child that is also impacting your finances. Which brings me back to the statement that I talked about previously. Where I said, you will find that you will come into a financial breakthrough and immediately all of these needs will come upon you that are important. They will either come just before or just after you have come into this financial blessing. Logic of responsibility will make you desire to pay them off and end up right back to where you came from. It is almost like you are dealing with a spiritual allowance, meaning every time you get to a point where you could break free from a financial barrier or a financial tax bracket to move to the next level of the tax bracket you end up in a situation where you have a bill a situation or scenario that siphons the money right back down to the most comfortable area in which it is right back to exactly the amount that it was before that happened Did you have another child? 
Did your spouse lose their job? Did you have a controlling person that was operating in a certain type of spirit that would not allow you access to the money and only gave you allowances? Be very careful about who you come into agreement with relationally and come into contractual alignment with by marrying because by marrying the person that has this kind of connection on them will actually position you to destroy your ability to be able to move forward and to my creators if you are creative and your desire is to go into any field of industry of creativity this can be doubly as dangerous because nine times out of ten what you're trying to put your hands on you have to do self-made that means you need twice as much of energy and the more energy that's necessary every time you have a child is going to take away from your ability to focus on that creative endeavor and pull you away seen it happen and it's happened to me not the children but the relationships know the people you have around you will affect your ability to financially grow be aware so for this episode This is Taj McCameron for Steam to Live the Dream. Until next time, love, faith, peace, and blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.